Hello, Sharks. I'm Jonathan Little, here with Jay Wen Poker. Hey, guys. One of the very much up-and-coming stars in poker. Kind words. I, I think, love it. I think you're, <laughs> you're going to make it. I have yeah. full faith I, uh, that you're going to be the next poker superstar. Yeah, yeah. You're already That's getting there. That's really nice. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm putting a lot of work in there and just sharing all of my ups and downs with the world, and it's been really, really fun. You're a fun person. All right. Today, we are playing a hand at the Lodge. We raise it up with ace-queen offsuit on the button. Small blind calls. Let's go right to the flop. Yeah. The flop's pretty good. Ace-king-5 rainbow. When Philip checks it over, I'm going to see bet this board high frequency with my nut and range advantage. I bet 25. He makes the call. Flop comes. Ace-king-5. Pretty good for ace-queen. Pretty good. We yeah. are loving it right yeah. now. Also, against the small blind, they're going to have a whole lot of worse hands at this point. A lot for of sure. ace-x, a lot of king-x, mm -hmm. a lot of nothing. Yeah. Not everybody three bets their small pairs, and so they'll... They'll just flat it and try to see a cheap flop with small pairs. So I guess you lose to fives. I will lose to fives sometimes. Such yeah. is life. <laughs> All right, opponent checks, you go 25. Yep. I think maybe you can go a little bit bigger if For the sure. opponent's range is going to be decently strong to call on the small blind. Mm -hmm. If their range is going to be really garbage, though, like 10-9 offsuit or something like that, then mm -hmm. maybe small makes a lot of sense. Yep. This is a scenario where I think small blind is probably supposed to three bet a pretty good amount of the time. So mm -hmm. when they don't, you want to try to figure out what does that flatting range look like. Yep. And it's going to be very player dependent. Mm -hmm. Like some people will call any ace high. Mm -hmm. Some people will call only suited connectors. Yep. So definitely try to figure out your opponent's range and bet accordingly. Because if they have a lot of ace high and a lot of king high, then obviously just bet big and get money in the pot. Yep. But if they have a lot of 7-6 suited, mm -hmm. you can go small because they just lose every time. Right? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. So you go 25. They call. Let's see what happens on the turn. The turn is a 7 of spades. Philip checks it again. And with essentially top pair, top kicker, I'm going to do a lot of betting. This time, I size up to 80, getting value from worst one pair combos. And again, Philip makes the call. Opponent checks turn, and you decide to go big. Yep, this time we get to size up. When they call, they have at least, you know, when they call, they either have a big draw, um, which aren't many, uh, maybe like queen jack, queen 10, jack 10 suited with a backdoor flush draw. That would probably be the best draw that they have. But sometimes they also have worse aces. So I think on turns, we get to size up a lot and force a lot of those hands to call. Also, when backdoor draws are available on the turn, you usually get the bet a little bit bigger as well. Yep. Just because they're going to have some hands with equity. Like, say, they have, what, queen, jack of spades here. Oh, yeah. That's a hand you really want to get turn, yeah. money in the pot against. Yeah. So you go big, and I like this. I think this is a spot where a lot of people mess up, and they just bet small again, hoping to get called by yep. all sorts of junk. But you got to realize a lot of the junk is now just going to fold out. Right. So you're trying to get called by an ace or a king very clearly. Yep. And your opponent does call. Yes, he does. Let's go to the river. The river is an interesting one. A ten of spades, bringing in the straight and a backdoor flush. My opponent puts in a pot-sized bet of 250, and I have a decision. I have a bluff catcher, but unless he's leading with ace-jack, I lose to a lot here. I decided my best play is to turn my hand into a bluff, as I block both the nut flush and the straight, both of which are more likely than my opponent to have. With the pot at 500 bucks, I decide to use a 3x pot-sizing, which gives me the best chance at making several two-pair hands indifferent. The opponent pots into you, and my immediate first thought was, what does this mean? Does yeah. this mean they have a really good hand or a really bad hand? And to be fair, that's probably as simple as you need to be thinking in live poker, because some yeah. people are going to have only really good hands or yeah. only really bad hands, like busted draws. Mm -hmm. However, this is, Ten of Spades is a weird one, because I don't think the opponent should be leading very often at all. No, it shouldn't be leading at all. <laughs> because if you think about your bluffs, yeah. they're going to be backdoor flush draws that just improve mm -hmm. to a flush. You yeah. don't want to lead against flushes. It's also going to be... Some gut shots, maybe mm -hmm. like Queen Jack that just got there. Yep. Don't want to be leading into Queen Jack. And then also, 
good top pairs that are going to bet the flop in the turn. Yeah. So his lead makes no sense. Whenever the board is really good for your opponent's range, you should be checking everything. Mm -hmm. So when the opponent leads, what do you think about this, especially when they lead pot? Yeah, when they lead pot, they always have a value hand. They always have a value hand here. There's no bluffs. If I'm betting flop and turn, I generally don't fold to that river bet. So the exercise was, what is he leading with? And king-10 makes a lot of sense. Ace-10 makes a lot of sense. Sometimes maybe some obscure bluff, maybe. But generally speaking, it's a value hand. And it felt confident, the way he, you know, his body language and putting out the chips. Um, these hands I don't beat. I mean, I, I really only beat air at this point. So I knew that it was either going to be a raise or a fold. So... You end up putting in a raise. A chunky raise. What made you decide to raise into an opponent that you think clearly has a value hand? He has a value hand, um, but we have two really, really good cards. Uh, we have the Ace of Spades, and we play all of our Ace of, X of Spades the same exact way. Um, so now we would have the Nuts if we had a second spade to go along with it. Um, but we also have a Queen, and the Queen, we can easily represent the Queen of Jack that would have played the same exact way as well. Um, either way, we, we have two highly relevant cards for this particular hand. And I felt like if we bombed that river, we would have a high probability of getting it through. Right, so in the spot, because you have the ace of spades, you know they don't have the ace high flush. Right. Which, you know, they could sometimes. Mm -hmm. And because you have a queen, you know it's less likely they have queen jack. Yep. Which means they're more likely to have something else. So right. what is something else? It either means a weak flush, yep. which there really aren't a ton of those. Mm -hmm. And then two pair or worse. Yeah. So yeah. my fear in this spot is that I would have gotten the same read you have up to this point. Mm -hmm. But I never know if they're going to fold to a big bet. Yeah. Well, something a lot of people do wrong here is they raise small. Yeah. Opponent bet 250, if you make it 700, they're just going to mm. cry and call you. So if yeah. you're going to raise, you better make it big. And also, you have to realize that you are raising with literally blushes. Yeah. And that's probably about it. Like, yeah. even Queen Jack may not be a raise for value on the river. Right. It, it, it had to be a size where he couldn't think about the odds. Like, it had to be a size where he just says, you know, it only takes one time to be wrong for it to hurt for a really long time in that particular spot. So... That was the size that I went through, and I, I remember what the opponent said in that hand. It was something along the lines of, I got something really good, it's just not whatever it was, $1,200 good. So, <laughs> it looked like it worked. <laughs> it never occurred to me that you want to make it an amount that hurts. Yes. <laughs> wow, that's aggressive. That's, uh, yeah. that's mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robbing that man. We can get a, you know, we can get a beer after the, the game. <laughs> it's important to realize, whenever you are yeah. playing poker, everyone agrees when you show yeah. up. I'm going to try my absolute best to crush you at this game. Yeah, we're trying to put on a show for the people, so. <laughs> and trying to win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you make the big raise. I hold my breath. And eventually get the fold. Yeah. Did they pretty quickly fold, or did they tank for forever? Uh, they didn't tank forever. I think it took maybe 30 seconds. He, you know, it was just like, he, was, he just told me he had a really big hand, and there was no way he could, he could make that call, though. So, he didn't good, take that long. Yeah. Good job. If you're going to be bluffing the river... Yeah. Quite also, often it makes sense to bomb it. I also had a really good image for this particular game, so it worked out well, the timing and everything like that. A good image meaning you Meaning I'd been fairly straightforward. straightforward. I hadn't pulled any moves yet up until this point. Um, it was also a game like it was like a year ago, so this was the time where I started studying a lot more about blockers, and so I hadn't developed mm -hmm. that image yet. Up until this point, I just always had it. That so. <laughs> is the best thing. If like yeah. your opponents know that you are generally straightforward, especially on the turn or the river when a lot of money goes in the pot. Yeah. That is the most opportune time to bluff because they for just sure. know that you have it. Yeah. <laughs> until they watch the live stream and it ruins it for you. Yeah, yeah. I told him a couple hands later. He's like, oh, I, I felt like it was a bluff. This was a savage again, bluff. It, I like it. Yeah. It was, it, I mean, honestly, if you've ever been 
faced with an, an overbet, you, you'll see, you'll get that same feeling too, where I, I just feel like this is a bet, but if I get this one wrong, it's just gonna hurt for a while. So well, yeah. So sizing matters. Sizing matters a lot. Sure. The bigger, the better. Yep. <laughs> That's gonna be it for today. For, for, yeah, for bluffs. <laughs> yeah. For everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Make sure if you like Jay Wen's content, if you like fun and crazy bluffs, mm -hmm. hero folds every once in a while. Yep. Follow Jay Wen on YouTube. What is it? Jay Wen Poker? Jay Wen Poker. J W I N. There you go. Get in there. Follow Jay Wen Poker. Also, click the like and subscribe buttons down below. Thank you for being here. And if you have two good blockers, pile in the money. Yeah. <laughs>